This is old Blois, and I, I want to finish up on what I was uh, telling you about this, uh, the homeless shelter that they that they uh, opened up up, up, up here. Uh, what they done, like I told you, was that they turned that Norris Hospital that used to be opened up, or they, when it closed, uh, they they turned it into a a homeless shelter is what they done. And uh, I told you that, you know, we had all kinds of problems with that. Uh, we couldn't get nobody to to supervise it, you know, like it needed to be done. And we didn't have no money to pay anybody. And, and them people couldn't supervise themselves. You know, seemed like they they just, you know, wasn't responsible, you know, so... I didn't know what they was going to do, and they talked about it all over town, and a lot of people was for shutting it down. I know old Jack Shoemaker, every time I'd see him, he'd say, they need to shut it down. That's what he would say. Well, they had a meeting on it up there, uh, and uh, they the they called a meeting. You know, I had the sheriff in there, and the main people in the community I was there but I didn't have nothing to do you know I didn't do no talking but I would have if I'd had something to say but they had a lot of people in that meeting that was a whole lot smarter than what I was so I just listened but old Jack Shoemaker was there you know and he kept he kept popping up shut it down shut it down and finally somebody hollered Sit down, Jack. You know, I told you about old Jack Shoemaker making an ass out of himself at that spelling bee. So they got to hollering, sit down, Jack, and it made old Jack Shoemaker mad, and he stomped out of the meeting. But anyway, the old preacher got up, and he made a real good talk. And uh, he said what they needed to do was not have no piecemeal approach. That's what he said. I didn't know what he was talking about, but he said what they needed to do was to think about all of the community resources and think how they could have a... He said we all knowed that we needed a homeless shelter, he said. But he said what we needed to do was stop a you know, thinking of just one uh, part of it at a time and consider the whole problem. Well, there was people there that knowed what he was talking about. I didn't just exactly understand him, but but I know that he was he was talking some sense, and a lot of people clapped for him when he got through. And uh, so they asked him, would he chair a committee? To, uh, to consider, you know, what they was going to do and then report back to the whole group as a whole. And he said, yeah, he would. And he said he had some good people in the church, and he, uh, he, he pointed old uh, Flossy Butts, and uh, he, he got old uh, Emily... Uh, the old uh, Emily lives down on the corner. That 
real old lady that lives down there. He he got her in the group and got old Brenda Puckett in there. He said she was real smart as far as, you know, figuring out things and, and not getting emotional about stuff. And then, you know, what he done, he, he appointed uh, my girl, Emily. So we had two Emilys, Big Emily and Little Emily, in that group. And he said he wanted all generations represented on the committee. And so I got to hear about the plans, you know, from from uh, Emily when she'd come home from the meetings. She'd tell me what they'd done. And uh, so what they decided to do was they not only was going to use that Narvis hospital, but they was going to use the boarding house, you know, that that I told you about that these groups had moved into and then moved out of, and uh, the community had took it over. And she said what they needed to do, what they had decided to do, was to, to use both of them, you know, as a homeless shelter. But... See, she said the first thing that they needed to do was change some of the names. They said it had a, oh, what was it? She said a, a, a negative connotation. That's what she said. And, uh, oh, Emily can use them words now, I'm telling you. But what they'd done, that, uh, that Narvis Hospital, she said they was going to have to quit calling that the Narvis Hospital. And they had changed the name to Forest Glen. See, it's got a bunch of trees around it and everything. And they changed that name to Forest Glen. And then the, the uh, boarding house up there, well, what they were going to do is they going to name it the Sanctuary Uh well, that was the first. Uh, that was the first name that they considered. But no, that's not. That's not what they chose. As it turned out, uh, they chose uh, all. Uh, all uh, oh, a pine crest. That's what it was. Because there's a bunch of pine trees up there. So they they named that pine crest, and they named the other place. Uh, Forest Glen, and she said, "We got to stop people from using them old-fashioned names, and they gonna we're gonna correct them every time they say Narvis Hospital. We're gonna say uh, Forest Glen. So it'll take me some getting used to, cause you know I've been calling that the Narvis Hospital for years and years. But I'm gonna do, I'm gonna try my best to do what they say, cause I think they know what they're talking about." And uh, so what they're going to do, they're going to turn the Forest Glen, they're going to turn that into a, uh, they're going to split that between the the women, the the single women that moves in there, and and the families. And they're going to put the the families uh, in uh, one of the dormitories. But see what they've done, they've they've, they've got old Bill, uh, I mean W.H., Pendergrass. Now he is a, a sure enough carpenter. I mean, he knows he can he can do sheep rocking. He can do carpentry work. He can do concrete work. He can do every kind of building 
that you want done. Uh, old W.H. Pendergrass can do it, and him and his boys. He's got about eight boys that work with him, and he's a, he's a pretty, he's got quite a bit of money because he does all uh, of the carpenter work that's done not only around here, but in the, you know, the other areas around here too. He he works in West Memphis and, and Forest City and all kinds of places, you know, doing carpenter work for people. So he's got all he needs to do, but he said his boys could do a lot of that. And so he uh, what they're going to do is they're going to divide that uh, Forest Glen. See, I'm doing good on the names. They're going to divide Forest Glen and they're going to make the one of the dormitories into a dormitory, uh, uh, a girls dormitory for single women. But then they're gonna they're gonna put the carpenters in that other dormitory, and they're gonna build apartments in it, and they're gonna build the apartments for the families. And uh, then whichever uh, family is, is uh, not. Uh, Working, you know, whatever, uh, if they've got a woman or a man in that family that ain't working, then he's going to kind of supervise the rest of it. But uh, they've got this old woman down here named Rose Fazell, and she has got a, a maid service down here. And she said that if these people wanted a job, that she could hire a lot of them. She said they were going to do what she told them to do. But she said that she would give them a job, them that, that wanted to clean houses, that she'd show them how to do it and she'd give them a job and make sure they had work. So uh, so they're going to use old Rose Fazell, you know, to, to help them uh, hire some of them people that, that's wanting to work. And uh, then, old, like I say, old W.H. Pendergrass, he sent his boys down there to that uh, Pine Crest. That's the other place. And uh, what they're going to do is they're going to they're going to build a, a man's dormitory down there in that in that Pine Crest. They're going to build a man's dormitory, and uh, the downstairs is going to be is going to be three rooms down there one of them is going to be a kind of a a living area and and uh you know with the television and and couches and stuff and chairs for people sitting and then they're going to have a, a dining room and then a kitchen in the back and uh what they'll do is uh they'll uh get somebody to you know come in there and and cook for them but uh, they hadn't figured that out yet, but they're working on it. They're going to do it. And uh, so they're just trying to figure out how they're going to do it. So they're going to report to the group uh, a week after next. They they got some more uh, arranging to do. And besides that, old uh, W.H., he, him boys ain't... Uh, ain't finished doing the work on them places yet, but they're working on it. I know one of them boys, uh, he was, uh, W.H. brought them down there, and, and uh, 
one of them boys said, well, Daddy, ain't we going to get no pay for that? And W.H. said, well, no. He said, this is a community project. And he said, we need to help people out. And that boy, he got mad that uh, he got mad and he started cussing. And he said, uh, I ain't, you know, doing this for my health. Well, old W.H. is a great big old man, you know, and he reached up and took that boy by the collar and uh, squeezed down on him too. He'd got, he got hands as big as hams, and he squeezed down on that boy's uh, shoulder, and that boy got hard. Oh, Daddy, oh, Daddy, quit. And then and W.H. said, are you ready to do some community service? And he said, yes, sir, I am. So there ain't been no more talk about it. But anyway, I wanted to tell you about what they had done because they, uh, and and it's all because of the preacher, you know. And I was, I told you some stories about that preacher, uh, you know, making some bad decisions and doing some bad things in the beginning. But they knowed, seemed like them people in the church knowed that he was a good man because they kept him on, you know, as the preacher. And uh, and he has kind of, well, kind of showed that they knowed what they was talking about because he done a good thing for the community, you know, uh, coming up with that idea and, and uh they was they would have shut the place down is what they would have done if it hadn't been for the preacher. So uh he made a good talk, but not only did he make a good talk, but he he got the work got the committee working on it and to, with his uh with his help and everything, that committee you know, done some good things, and uh, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna solve a bunch of problems. First of all, we're gonna have work for the homeless that wants to work. You know, old Rose Fazell is gonna give them work, and then two, we're gonna keep the town clean because there won't be no, you know, no more peeing on the street and that kind of stuff. And uh, then they peace people will have a place to live and and uh then the big thing is that the buildings that we got down here will be used that they won't just be empty and and uh you know fall apart they'll be used for a good purpose so i just think that we owe a lot of uh of, of thanks to the preacher who thought that up and made it possible. And we also owe a lot of, 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 of uh, thanks to them women that that got together. And, uh, you know, old, uh, old uh, Emily, uh, old big Emily, she, uh, she's been in this community a long time, but she's just as sharp as a tack. And uh, old Flossie Butts, you know, she is, uh, what, I'm, what I'm telling you is that she is a real, responsible person she's uh she really does want to help people and then that that brenda puckett she is just just as smart as she can be and i i know that she's going to go off to college one of these days but i sure hope she comes back because she is a lot of help and a lot of she's a a valuable you know valuable member of the community 
So anyway, that that lets you know we we solved the problem down here with these people's help. I didn't have nothing to do with it myself. The only thing I knowed was that we needed to keep that shelter if we could, but I didn't know how to do it, and it took people a whole lot smarter than me to figure it out. So anyway, that's that's the end of the story, and I'm going to go ahead and publish this, and uh, then I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you some more about uh, down here uh, next time. Different story.